Welcome back to the Inside Right podcast. I'm joined here by Isabella Chidiak today. How are you, Isabella? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Not bad, thank you. No Sam today. No Sam, but we do have another United fan here. Isabella, I heard you're a bit of a Manchester United fan. Thoughts on this morning? 3-0 loss to Sevilla. Oh my God. I woke up and I was like so upset. I can't believe they're out of the Europa League. Um, But yeah, it was really upsetting. Yeah. Thought they would do better, to be honest. I, I, I genuinely thought you guys were going to win. I, I, I saw you guys as favourites. But it was to be to be fair, it was a Maguire and De Gea mistake which led to everything. Yeah, like I woke up and I saw Instagram and like everyone was just like hating on Maguire and I was like, oh my god, what did he do now? Like, <laughs> exactly. All right, well let's talk a bit about you. Um, let's just tell us a bit about you. How you're you're now in Denver University playing football and also studying a few things. Tell us your pathway um, to what you do now. Um. So I got here um, through like an agency called Wagner and Wolf. Um, like my dream was to always play in the States for football. Um, yeah, I've always just wanted to come here because it's, a, it's more competitive. Like, and I've always like, seen the States as being like, at a much higher level as in football-wise. So I wanted to get an education as well as like, play competitive level of football. Yeah. And States was like the perfect way to go. Um, Wagner and Wolf Agency helped me get there. Yeah. They had connections in like they had connections with coaches in the US. Mm-hmm. So um, they connected me with Denver head coach, and yeah, I came to Denver, and I, I love it. Now. Yeah, it's like a perfect awesome. fit. Yeah, it's like a bit of a, it's a win-win because you get to study, but also get to play football in probably the best women's country to play football. You yeah. know, so it, that's awesome, fantastic. Um, was there like a how, was it like a trial? Did they see how you were first um, playing football? Then you went over. How did that work? Yeah. So before I went over, like um, the agency created a highlight video yep. of me, and they sent it out to different colleges, and I connected with different coaches, um, and then so they had, they made like a highlight clip of me over like two seasons or over one season, and. Um, they reviewed my games and the coaches were... I think I've seen it, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> um, yeah, so they just looked at my games as well. I, I gave them the NPL. Yeah, I, yeah, you've got a good shot on you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, they just reviewed the the games and then they it was perfect fit. Yeah, awesome. Fantastic. Um, where did your love for football first start was it through your family or how did that sort of happen well my mum like put me in dancing when I was a young kid and I remember crying after every after every lesson and then I saw one day my my cousin playing football and I was like oh my god what is that and he was like doing all these skills um and I just fell in love with it ever since then awesome awesome uh, I think just so the audience know we had to reschedule this episode. We we're supposed to do it last Sunday. I think it's quite funny. I'm I'm asking Isabel the same questions as we did a few days ago, so I already know the answers. But um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, pretty much. I've told you this, but for the audience, m- my sister she started off in dance, and she was like, "Nah, hated it." And now she's in soccer. She's playing MPL two yeah. at the moment. So yeah, it's just the way to go, I guess. Yeah, I feel your sister, don't worry. Idols growing up, 
Neymar, we'll talk about the other day, Cristiano Ronaldo. Why those two people? So I, I've always like idolised Neymar because I, I just love the Brazilian flair. Yeah. Um, I played for a Brazilian academy when I was younger called Soccer de Brazil. Oh, okay. And they were all about Ronaldinho, Neymar, like playing like their style. Um, and then I've always like loved Ronaldo. I've always like idolised his work ethic and like his dedication. Yep. And I don't know, I just feel like he works really hard, yep. which is a characteristic that I have. Yeah, awesome. So I can relate to him on that. Fantastic. Uh, goat debate. It should be over, but I will ask you, Messi or Ronaldo? I'm a Ronaldo fan. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. I, no, I respect that. And you're right, with the hard work and dedication. But when push comes to shove, as a footballer, are we going Messi? I, I like, he's good, obviously. Yeah. Like, he's the best. But for me, it's Ronaldo. 100%. But, like... Messi's like, yeah, you know, yeah. But I can't. I'm a Ronaldo fan. I can't Fair say enough. anything else. Fair enough. You know? Fair enough. Um, so obviously, as we've established, you live in Denver now. What's the lifestyle like compared to Sydney? Like the people, the places, the daily routine. How 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 is all that over in the US? Um, well, in the US, you like wake up around like seven, and you go to the locker room. Um, you eat breakfast there, and then you go to gym, and then after gym, gym goes for like an hour, an hour and a half, and then after gym you go training for about like two hours, and then you don't finish till like midday. You go and get treatment afterwards, um, and then after treatment, like you have a shower, and then you rush straight away from rush straight away to class, and then I don't finish class around like six p.m., and then I feel like. In Sydney, it was just like I went to training and that was it. Like, yeah, that's... I don't know, it wasn't like really connected and like wasn't a community there. Yeah. So, like the I go to class with like some of the athletes that I'm always around. Yeah. So we always like go to class together and I know everyone in my class. Like I went to university in Sydney and I wouldn't know anyone in my class. Yeah. I just like sit there with like my few friends. Yeah. And it was just like not really a community. You just you went to class and left, and that was it. Well, that's good. That's really good. So, yeah. and obviously, a day in the life in America then is quite more, a bit more compact, a bit more busy. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Um, how's the people over in America compared to Australia? I think they're so funny. Like, I love their accents. <laughs> they think my accent is cool, but like around yeah. them, it's just like so funny. Um. A lot of them are, like, really chill. Um, and it's just good that I'm around athletes all the time. So it's like we always have, yeah. like, this same mindset of, like, trying to work hard, trying to get better. Um, and I feel like... Relate. Around, you can relate. Yeah, exactly. Like, I go to uni, I go to college with these athletes, and it's just like we're all on the same page. We just, like, in, in class, we'll be looking at film of our practices. Like, we're just, like, all about our sport, and it's just, like, something we can relate. That's awesome. Um, when did you move over to the States? I moved in August last year. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Best game so far. We we talked about this the other day. You said it was the game you played last Saturday. Is that correct? Or yeah. Best goal, yeah. was that? Yeah, yeah, it was my best uh, goal. Was that the goal well. on your Insta story? Yeah, because like, it was just like... It was good. It was, it was like really a good, good atmosphere, like a big crowd against the rivals. I think, like, that just made yeah. it the best goal because it was, like, my rival yeah. team, like, big crowd, you know. Yeah. 
So would you say that was your best game as well? Yeah. As well as best goal? Yeah, I played really good. I'm happy with my performance. Awesome. So, uh, Isabella, you play in the midfield. Um, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you more of a number 10 midfielder or more defensive, a bit like Casemiro? No, I'd say I'm a 10. Like From the looks of it, more number 10, I'm getting. Yeah. I love scoring. Yeah. I love assisting. I love, I don't know, doing like some yeah. Brazilian skill. Like, I don't know, I just like love being in the attacking third and creating those opportunities. Yeah. Bit of, bit of, couple of tricks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've probably already answered my question here, but biggest achievement as a player, would that be moving to the US or is there something else you have in mind? What is my biggest achievement or like something I want to achieve? Uh, yeah, what is your oh. biggest achievement? Um, uh, so, well, or, yeah, all right. Something you want to achieve in your career. Let's do that. Well, something I want to achieve in my career is to make the Matildas. Like, that's always been a, like, a goal of mine since I was a kid. Just to like represent my country and wear that uniform, like that would be an honour. Um, and my biggest achievement would be when I made my first young Matilda camp. Like that was always like the best news. Yeah. How long did that camp go for? Well, it was it was during COVID, and I got like my invitation to go to this elite match, and then it was like the you went to like a couple elite matches and then the coach would like like reduce the like the team so then like you can reduce the number so you can get like a proper squad and like that squad was going to go play a game um but then covid hit and then like we never like went to that game so it was like kind of upsetting because yeah i would have loved to play for the young matildas yeah ever since then um i've been in contact with the coach yeah but like still not like my dream hasn't come true yet so i'm just still striving for that yeah awesome um the women's world cup is soon it's in australia and new zealand um big for our country um thoughts on how you think the matildas will go at home in the world cup i know that you are pretty confident about it so talk us through that yeah i'm like really confident because especially after watching the england game um like we we beat like a really good side um and I think there's only like positive words for them. And they are on home soil, yeah. like we got home fans, like everything's just in yeah. our favour. And it's just, I feel like we've got a really good chance at winning this. It's ours to take. I can see us having a good run. Yeah, and England, that was their first loss um, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> in a long time. I think it's 30 games or something, that, something ridiculous yeah. like that. Um, so ob- obviously you're tipping the Matildas to win the World Cup? Yes, of course, 100%. I, I, there's a few teams that wander through my head. I think Australia, if they um, take the opportunity at home, I think we'll do really well. Um, but at the back of my mind, I can't get past countries like America, yeah. especially America, Canada, and England, especially those three. I watched the Canada Matildas game a few months ago in September last year, and Canada were just unbelievable. They're a really good side. Tactically, they were on fire. So, yeah, I think they'll do really well as well. Um, Is there any... Who's your favourite Matilda? I'd say maybe... Mary Fowler. I like Mary Fowler. Fair enough. But also... No, actually, my favourite... My favourite is... My favourite is Alex Shriak, actually. Same last name? (laughs) Because, like... I don't know. We have the same last name. Yeah. Um... 
and like I watched her, like I watched yeah. her play recently, and she's like killing it exactly. on the field. Like she makes such a big impact when she comes on. A hundred percent agree. You need that type of player on the field. Yeah. And it's yeah. cool having someone the same last name as me, just like killing up playing for them. And it's not like a last name like yeah. Smith or O'Neill. It's it's quite a it's quite a different last name. And I, you know, to have someone with the same, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you? Okay, so do you have any words of advice for um, young girls who want to become um, footballers, maybe over, overseas, like what you're doing at the moment? or um, want to make that big stage um, like a World Cup for their country? Do you have any words of advice? I think all I've got to say is um, it's like work hard and never give up. Like there's been so many times um, when I've like gone through challenges, like my confidence was low, I wasn't playing well and like I feel like the odds were against me. But I woke up the next morning, I trained extra, I went like did extra gym sessions, did extra trainings by myself. Like it might get lonely, but like training by yourself and doing those extra training sessions and working hard, like that's what got me to where I am today. Like I would say I'm more of like a hard, like hardworking person yeah. than a talented person. Like I achieved everything because of my hard work and the sacrifices I've made. And yeah. I'm proud of that. So, yeah. Fantastic. That's great. Yeah. All right. We'll move away from, um, your career now we're going to talk a little bit about European football and what's happened this week obviously we're getting to the tail end of the season uh, with the Champions League Europa League and the Conference League I'm not sure if you know much about the Conference League to be honest I don't know much about the Conference League because I don't really pay much attention to it um, however Liverpool could be in there next season yeah <laughs> um, yeah so Champions League we'll start off with them semi-final Real Madrid versus Manchester City. Thoughts on that game? Because that is, it is a rematch from last season. I don't know. Like that, I think Real Madrid's like got this. To be honest, um, I'm, I've always been like a Real Madrid yeah. fan, and yeah. especially because I'm a Manchester United fan. Like I'm not going to go for Manchester City, but um, like I think yeah. Haaland and like Kevin De Bruyne, like they've got such a good like attacking side. Um, but I don't know, I feel like Real Madrid, I, I love their style of football more. And I feel like that's worked for them. And they've beat like yeah. really big teams. Like they've, they've trusted their style of football. And I feel like Real Madrid's got this. Well, I, I always think of it like this. If you took every team on their day, who's going to win every game? And in my opinion, that's Real Madrid. Yeah. I, I don't think there's a team they can't beat on their day. Benzema, Vinicius Junior, like they're class players. And I feel like... It's different than what Manchester City have. Like, I know they're like just different players. Yeah, I think it's a good blend between um, age and youth in the yeah. Real Madrid team. We've got players like Modric, Benzema, but there's also Vinicius, Rodrigo. You know, it's a good blend. Yeah, 100%. All right, next, next match, we have AC Milan, Milan Italian derby. What a, what a way to have a semi-final, especially before <laughs> the San Siro Stadium gets knocked down. I mean, I'm going AC Milan. Same here. Raphael Leal, thoughts on him? He's he's killing it. He's good. Like, I I didn't watch like the previous game that he played, yeah. but on like Instagram and TikTok, like they're just saying that he's killing it, and like that he's gonna be really good in the next game. So I'm just like I can't yeah. wait for that and to see what he produces on the field for that one. So you're going a Real Madrid AC Milan final? Yeah. Out of those two, 
Who do you see winning? Real Madrid. Easy. I'm going for them the whole the whole way. Yeah, there you go. That would be 15 <laughs> champions. Yeah. Champions League, excuse me. Exactly. That would be crazy. Um, let's move on to Europa League. We've already um, mentioned United's loss to Seville 3-0 this morning, which I'm happy about. If anyone sees my Insta story, they know I'm very happy about it. Um, <laughs> but we have Seville-Juventus. Now, Juventus had a rough start to the season, but they've seemed to pick up a little bit of form in Europe. Yeah, they went from like 7th to 3rd. I don't know how, but they're on the rise, Juventus. Also, you got Di Maria in that team, and he came back from a World Cup. So that's a lot of confidence there as yeah. well. But out of those two teams, I, I personally, I'm going Juventus. Isabella, who are you going for? I, I think so as well. I think Juventus. However, Seville at home, as we've just seen, can play really well. Um, every time they're at home, they're just like, they're really dangerous. And, but, I, but I feel like Juventus has got this, you know, like they have a really good squad. And I feel like they show up and they play well when they need to play well. Yeah, exactly. Leverkusen versus Roma. Yeah, I'm going for Roma. Um, like especially... Mourinho's coaching them. I don't know. I just like I'm a yeah. I'm a Roma fan. Yeah. You like Roma? Like I don't know. I I follow them on like Instagram and I love Dybala. Yeah, I love Dybala. Yeah, fair enough. Um yeah, I'm I'm going for Roma. Yeah, well there's there's a rumor going around that because Firmino's leaving Liverpool in the summer. Um he could be going to Roma. I yeah. think that would be perfect if you ask me for Jose Mourinho because I think Tammy Abraham might be leaving. So I think that's a great replacement. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, it's a rumor at the moment though, so okay. it's nothing, nothing confirmed. But I'm going Roma, same as you. So that's the Juventus Roma final. R- Roma won I the think... Conference League last season. It would be fantastic for them if they could win the Europa League this season. So do they do it? I think Roma's, I think Roma's got this. I don't know. I'm really like faithful. That Roma will win. Do you think the same as well? Uh, okay, obviously Juventus and Roma, uh, two, two Italian teams, it will be tight. It will be close. And I feel like it will be one of those finals which are decided on a penalty shootout. You think it'll go to penalties? I think so. I think so. Very uh, Italian teams are known for being quite defensive, even though they do have good attackers. So I could see it being a draw than going to a shootout. And then now my brain's thinking, well, who's got the most composure and I'm gonna have to go Juventus because I'm not sure how much Jose Mourinho's squad will be in those dying minutes I can see Jose Mourinho is the type of manager to get a red card in the 120th minute so I'm not I'm not entirely sure if they'll be able to hold it for that long so for that for that because of that I'm going Juventus no I agree with you Europa Conference League will make this one nice and quick um West Ham versus Alkmaar I'm going West Ham, just on the basis I I know who they are. I'm going West Ham. Yeah, I don't know who the other team is, to be honest. Nah, but here's a stat for you. West Ham have got more goals in the Conference League than in the Premier League this season. Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) They haven't got many goals then. That's pretty shocking, eh? Yeah. I think they got... Oh, off the top of my head, I could be wrong, but I think it's 29 goals in the Premier League and 34 goals in the Conference League. Oh, my God. It's pretty insane. That, that's like, that's weird. I know. That's so know. weird. So, West Ham in our final. We both agree on that. Yeah. 
Um, and then we have Florentina versus FC Basel. I'm going Florentina. I am going Florentina as well. So that gives us a West Ham Florentina final. Um, this is close. This is really close. I don't know. You go first, Isabella. Maybe West Ham. I'm going West Ham. Yeah. Are you thinking Florentina? Yeah. I, I, for, I'd like to see West Ham win a trophy. No, I'm, I will go West Ham because, you know, in, English English club, and I'd like to see them lift a the trophy. And I think they're running the Conference League is the only reason why David Moyes has not been sacked. So then I hope they win then, for his sake. What would be funny, though, is if they won that and got relegated. Wow, that would be bad. That would not be funny. <laughs> I hope they don't get relegated. That's pretty, that's pretty bad, eh? Yeah. I don't think so, but I'm looking at that ladder. I'll get it up now, and it's looking very tight um, between the bottom eight. And they have a chance. Me and my dad, yeah, me and my dad were having a laugh the other day because we realised if like Leicester win a few games, Palace win their next game, Chelsea could be in that relegation t- conversation. I can't believe Chelsea is that far, like gone. This season they have been bad. Let's talk a little bit about them. Chelsea, um, obviously they got knocked out by Real Madrid. Um, their new, their new owner Todd Bowley. Apparently, afterwards, he came into the changing room and started, like, getting really frustrated with the players. Thoughts on an owner walking into a changing room after getting knocked out? I feel like, I don't know, like players need their space in the locker room, especially after they got knocked out. Um, like, I feel like that's not the that's not the environment to come in. Like, especially if I just got knocked out, I wouldn't yeah. want like the owner of my Agreed. club like coming down. And I don't know, like, just bringing negative energy. Like, I don't know. I feel like they need their space. I feel like that's the coach's job more than the owner's job. I think, um, obviously, all players are different. Some need that hand on the shoulder. It's okay. And other players want to be told what they did wrong and right. Personally, I'm the I'm the type of player who wants to be told, if I was shit, I was shit. Yeah. If I wasn't, I wasn't. Same. You know what I mean? I'm not sure. Isabella, would you be the same or? Yeah, I would want someone to tell me, like, if I was shit, I'm shit. Like, if that was my goal I let in, like, that's on me, you know. Like, I love accountability. Yeah. And it, but even when you're told you didn't have the best game, you kind of knew that already. So it's not like it's a surprise. All right. So I have a bit of a game we play at the end of every episode. Yeah. So it's called the Talking Soccer Bollocks Quiz. Pretty much this is how it works. Yeah. Ten questions, ten trivia questions on the world of football. Oh, my God. Okay. Usually there's one minute to answer them. Because you're online, I'm going to give you two just because of the, the delay in um, speech. So I'll give you two <laughs> minutes for that, um, and we'll see how many questions you get correct. Sound good? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one, go. What is the host stadium for the Women's World Cup final? Sydney Olympics? Yes, correct. Correct, okay. yes. How many points do Arsenal currently have on at the top of the Premier League? 74. No, maybe. I don't know. 74? Yes, correct. Okay. What number is Sam... Yeah, what number does Sam Kerr work for Chelsea? 20. Yes. Right. What was the score in the Women's Finalissima? Yeah. England versus Brazil. I'm going to guess this. Um, 2-1. 
No, we'll come back to that at the end. What nationality yeah. is Leroy Sane? Oh, German. Wait, maybe. Yeah, right? German. Yes, correct. Yeah. Who's the bottom? Who's at the bottom of the Women's Super League table? Can I pass that? Yes, you can. How many Ballon d'Ors does Alexia Putellis have? Two Ballon d'Ors. Correct. What number does Sofyan Amrabat wear for Florentina? Pass. I have no idea. Who won the 16-17 Premier League season?